one. All right, everyone. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Gregory's Ministries podcast. I'm so happy to be joined by our good friend, Gregory Govea. Tell me if I said that right. Is that correct? Yeah, you did. You got it. You did. You did yeah. it perfectly. Perfect. And, you know, just as we were starting, we were saying, you know, as someone, people that are led by the Spirit of God, we've been led to also wear similar shirts today. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we, uh, we're, we're in the American fall mood today, but man, this guy, Gregory, has been a huge blessing to Gregory's Ministries and to myself and also to Tanner. And, you know, Tanner, unfortunately, wasn't able to join us today. He had some prior commitments, but I told uh, Tanner that he was extremely offended. Greg was extremely offended by the fact that he wasn't able to join. Yes. And so I know... Greg is heartbroken and so sad, but I'm so happy that you were able to join us today, man. And thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, it's uh, completely my my pleasure. And I know why Tanner is not here, because he couldn't find his own t-shirt like this, you know? That's exactly what it was. He was embarrassed. <laughs> he couldn't look as good as us. So Yeah, he him. would feel embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, just for people that don't know, Greg is actually in Brazil. He's in Sao Paulo. And he has been, he's a tremendous minister. He's, when we were there, he was helping with the, the youth there. And we had the privilege of having him help uh, translate us while we were there. And he did such an amazing job. You know, something that I learned uh, while we were there is that, you know, it's not easy translating for people. It's not easy being uh, someone that, you know, listens to one language and then translates it to another language. But Greg did such a great job because whenever he we spoke, he also gave it to the people with a tremendous amount of passion. And that's something that I uh, really appreciated, Greg, is something, you know, every time we spoke, you delivered it to the people in your language in a way that really translated to them with a tremendous amount of passion. And so I just want to thank you so much for the amazing job that you did and just really thankful for the invitation that we had for whenever we will, we were able to join you guys. <laughs> I'm glad that this will be recorded because every time I feel like insecure or scared for the next time I'm going to be translated, I'm going to play it over and over again until, you know, it produces faith in my heart. <laughs> yes. You know, uh, for people that don't know Greg, we met Greg probably, I think it was about two years ago in 2018, we were at a minister's conference in Southeast Brazil and Greg was there and we, you know, I believe it was a divine appointment. God really placed us together and he he had approached us and uh, invited us to come speak with the youth that were there and we had an amazing time I believe people were prophesied to they were healed they were delivered and it wasn't just because of, of certain people but it's because the uh, the power of God that is available to each and every one of us as Christians uh -huh. and you know uh, Greg you know when he was ministering he had just a special anointing to reach the youth of this generation and you know there's people that are lost there are people that are just wondering what their what their purpose is they're wondering who they are in christ and i believe that greg you have an amazing calling on your life to help people figure amen. out that who they are in christ and man we're, just so, we're, we're so blessed as a ministry to be partnered with you to have the opportunity to be involved with you and we're just uh, appreciate you joining us today yeah thank you so much it is uh, really a, a huge pleasure for me uh, I believe that the kingdom of God is a kingdom of friends. 
and we are all different parts of the same body uh, trying to reach and acquire as much as possible for the Lord and for the kingdom. And uh, if we do that by giving ourselves, giving our lives and uh, letting the Holy Spirit work through us, that is even better. Man, and you know, something I love is you guys are so humble. You're in a, a great uh position of uh leadership there in gorillas and you know you get you and your wife sabrina are so humble and i know that you guys are expecting a daughter here soon is that correct yes 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 rebecca and rebecca is our first daughter uh and i say first because uh if it is up to us uh we're gonna have at least one more and uh rebecca is uh, expected to be born by the end of january uh 2021 so, uh, yeah, we are really excited. Uh, we've seen so much of, uh, so many miracles happening and she didn't even, uh, she's not even here yet. And we can see God's grace, uh, uh, God's provision and everything working together for our good. And, uh, we're so, uh, you know, blessed and, uh, we feel so great because uh, we've been actually struggling for uh, almost a year, you know, uh, to find ourselves um, with the blessing of a daughter. And uh, we uh, even got to think that uh, there will, uh, there will be some sort of trouble and problems and natural issues. But uh, here we are uh, living this blessing and we are uh, so happy about it. Man, I'm so excited for you guys. And I know that you, when we were there, you were guys were over the youth, but you've just continued to increase, it seems like, in your <laughs> responsibility in the kingdom of God. It seems like God has just continued to add responsibilities to you. And, and it's great because you have the grace to do it. And so if Amen. you could just share with the people that are listening uh, what it is that you guys are, are helping with and what your, your role is in serving right now. Um, yeah, um, right now we are uh, serving at our local church in the city called Guarulhos. Guarulhos is actually the city where we have the international airport in Sao Paulo. So uh, no matter where you come from, if you ever uh, find yourself arriving, you know, uh, through the airport of Sao Paulo, international airport, you're going to be very close to where I live. So uh, just uh, let me know and uh, grab a cup of coffee. But uh, this is actually a very uh, unique uh, church because I don't know if you knew it, but uh, this was actually the first church that uh, our so loved uh, apostle, Apostle Bud, he uh, founded it over here. So uh, it was the first place where uh, he came when, because uh, he arrived at the airport you know, and uh, he spent some time over here. Then he went to the south uh, of the uh, of Brazil, to the south of the country. And from there, uh, God spoke to him about Northeast. And we have Verbo da Vida and Northeast and, and the headquarters and everything. So uh, this is where we are. And uh, right now we are assistants, assistant pastors for uh, the youth and teenagers. And uh, we just... Um, had, uh, we just had the blessings of having another couple of uh, youth uh, joining us uh, to help us serve the teenagers. 
And uh, there's a lot of work to do that because, uh, you know, teenagers, uh, they just um, went home and got hidden uh, due to the pandemic. And there is a lot of uh, opportunities to work with them and help them and serve them uh, and help them break through and break out and uh, go back to their uh, normal lives. So we are helping on these two uh, ministers as assistants, assistant pastors. But Sabrina is uh, involved with music uh, since she was uh, 10. I cannot, uh, I don't have the allowance. I'm not allowed to say uh, how old she is. Uh, if I do so, I would have to sleep in the couch. So I want but she's a little bit older than myself. So uh, ever since she was 10, she's involved with uh, music. She played the piano and uh, she just finished another uh, singing course, you know, for voice preparation. And so also uh, she's the worship leader and I help her with the worship team and talking to the guys and everything. And um, from the pandemic, you, uh, one of the good things that happened uh, here, uh, of course, uh, respecting all of the obstacles and, and everything, but uh, we need, always need to look for the uh, bright side, right? For, uh, for the positive side. Um, we had to uh, rearrange a lot of things at church, and one of them was our media systems and our broadcastings and everything. And because of that, uh, we were able to... Um, discovered new talents and one of the talents that we discovered was that one of the girls that uh with us right now she uh, works with a sign language and uh she volunteered and she has uh you know buried out her heart and uh, she's uh working with us and we are uh, they are leaders as well so there, right now there is actually a team of uh, girls that they do, you know, sign languages for those who are deaf. So uh, we, we are helping the, the deaf to uh, understand what faith is until they can speak faith. Come on. Yeah. And uh, I, I think that's it. Uh, by, when we are talking about a, a local concept, you know, our local church, we are involved, involved with uh, those four ministers. But um, uh, besides that, you know, on the background, uh, we help administratively with uh, daily tasks and, and uh, you know, management and everything. And Sabrina is taking care of a lot of things on that part as well. Man, and, you know, something I loved about your church is the worship team there. I felt like, man, they started playing and the anointing was so strong and so there. And I know Sabrina has done an amazing job working with that team. And, man, I can't remember the gentleman's name, but there was a drummer there the last time we were there that, man, God, I just placed it on my heart. I, I don't, do you know his I name? think it was, uh, we have two, actually, we have Fabiano and Leo. I think it was Leo. Okay. Or Leo. Man, the 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 anointing that was there when they were playing was just so strong and so amazing yes. and so i know god does some amazing things through through worship you know as we're playing as we're singing the anointing is going forth and i believe people are being healed and set free and you know even as sabrina is singing i i believe that people are receiving healing in their body and that's probably something Amen. that has been prophesied to her visions that she's had <laughs> So I know that that's just going to continue to increase in her life. But, 
Man, we're, we're so excited to have you here. I know that you, you're just continuing to be busy and busy and busy, but uh, <laughs> God has put something uh, amazing on your heart. We had the opportunity to speak with you, just going to lunch and just meeting with you. And, you know, there were some great things that you had to say that just really registered in my heart. And I wanted to give you the opportunity to share that with an audience of people that maybe haven't, don't have the opportunity to go to your church, but need to hear what you have to say. And so if whatever you've got on your heart, brother, I want to give you the opportunity now just to kind of share it with everybody. All right. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, it's been such an amazing time. And uh, I was so sad that you guys couldn't uh, make it through this year because you were actually the excuse I needed to, uh, you know, uh, enroll for the NBA finals again. <laughs> but you, you guys didn't help me out this year. We weren't there. Oh, man, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, when uh, uh, we talked about uh, coming to, uh, you know, having this time, I started to uh, think and pray. And uh, one of the things that uh, I asked God, um, what, uh, how can I serve? How, how can I love those uh, who are going to be listening to uh, that podcast? And one of the answers that I had was, let them know your heart. And uh, I'm here as simple as that, as uh, humble as that, uh, to motivate and inspire and let everyone know that uh, one of the things that uh, burns in, in my heart is serving the Lord, serving God. And there's so many uh, great things that happen when uh, we understand uh, who God is, what he has done. And, uh, you know, everything that uh, he's done for us uh, in Jesus and uh, uh, with the cross and uh, the place we are right now. So when we start to think about it, uh, it completely, you know, sets a fire in my heart and uh, I can't stay the same and I, I can, you know, um, help myself. But to worship, to adore him, to express my gratitude uh, to God. And one of the ways, and I think this is a very good one, is uh, that I find to, you know, uh, give back to God is serving him. And uh, I remember uh, the time that I, uh, that I, was surrounded by so many doubts, by so many uncertainty. And uh, I was 18 when I uh, met Jesus in my life. And it was uh, so special because, um, I don't know if I ever told you this, but the way I came to Christ, uh, I went to a basketball court where uh, there was some friends of mine over there and one of them really uh, caught my attention because it was a dirty game uh, you know people were almost uh, changing from um, you know basketball to ufc uh, and yeah. it was hard you know people were tough but there was one gentleman there that he wouldn't uh, you know curse he wouldn't uh, call names and he, he would hold himself. I could see in his eyes that he would like, 
No, no, no. I, I gotta, I gotta keep it under control. And that um, behavior got my attention. And I started to approach him, and I discovered that he was um, attending to a church, a Baptist church. And I got curious because I thought, if that church can do that uh, with this brother of mine, uh, I wanna uh, know what it is. And uh, we started, you know, to approach uh, and increase that uh, fellowship, that friendship. We started going to church. And that time, I, I was 18, I'm um, 31 today. And uh, you can say that I don't look like that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, I was 18, you know, and uh, one of the questions that I uh, always ask myself back at that time was that uh, I, I would stop and stare around and, and see that all of my friends, they had a calling. Uh, they were good at music. They were, uh, you know, good at singing. They were helping the church. They were uh, doing this, this, and that. And I didn't, uh, I couldn't find one of the things that I, uh, I couldn't find a way to serve the Lord. And I was all passionate about it. And uh, that thing started to, uh, you know, uh, increase inside of me. And one day I asked, uh, one day I prayed like this. I said, uh, I said, Lord, I've been listening that you have a plan for everyone. I want to know what's mine. How can I serve? I'm here and I'm uh, putting my heart available to you. And from that day on, from the day I said, Lord, here is my heart, here is my life, I want to serve you, and I want to know how that can be done. One week from that, um, I started, uh, I went to an English school, because uh, I have studied for just one year, and I wanted to continue my studies. The owner of that school was actually a member of the church. But I was new at the church, so I knew nobody there. And the pastor had a program of um, missionaries that would come to Brazil, just like you guys did. And they would spend a week, and they needed someone to uh, translate and interpret the job that they would do there. And uh, from the day I prayed, uh, a week later, uh, they got in contact with each other, the pastor asking that person, you know, that owner of that English school, and uh, they started to talk and they said, oh, we have someone in common that is going to church. And uh, according to them, I, I would, uh, you know, I was good at English. I still have my doubts up to today, so many years later, but uh, it, it would work, you know. And uh, it was so incredible because I realized that when we tell God and we move towards what we say uh, and we say, hey, here's my life, here's my time, my talents, my skills, my resources, my money, here's my heart, the treasure we have. When we put that available to God, uh, he takes care of everything else. And from that day on, uh, things started to change in my life. And it was a very, you know, simple uh, job, uh, one week uh, work. But uh, it was so powerful to me because uh, I could see in 
prayer being answered by everything that was uh, going there, by everything that was working. And uh, I did that again on the next year and on the year uh, later. And we started to feel so hunger uh, for it. And on that time, I met uh, the youth group that I'm an assistant pastor today. I mean, I mean I, for the youth group, I'm the pastor. And uh, we started to go there for the Verbo da Vida Church. And that's uh, when I uh, met the uh, Word of Faith. And everything that was already strong got even powerful with the Word of Faith. So... I would uh, I would be sitting here for like hours and hours, um, you know, just uh, talking about how everything changes when we make ourselves available to God, when we put our hearts uh, to be used. Because I discovered uh, so many talents that I, I didn't know I had. I discovered so many other things, and. Um, Serving God helped me go through so many tough times in life. Um, I remember when I, I lost a uncle of mine. Uh, he was brutally murdered, and it was so hard. But I was serving the Lord. My roots was, uh, you know, in Him. And uh, because I was, you know, rooted in God, in, in the Word, in Jesus, I had life and life abundantly uh, inside of me. And that yeah. life, that uh, living water, that, uh, you know, that life was running strong uh, inside of me. And uh, because I was there serving the Lord, I know that uh, supernatural strength, comfort, you know, um, was there to keep me, uh, you know, going through uh, those tough times. And uh, if I would have the chance to tell every single youth that would be listening to us, go to your local church and um, put your heart available to your local pastor. Ask God to show you uh, what you can do and uh, be sure that from the moment you make yourself available, things will come your way, uh, you know, uh, you will start to yeah. you will start to see uh, opportunities to serve, opportunities to work. You will start to see uh, problems, and you will think to yourself, "Oh, uh, someone should be doing this." And that's someone, yeah, you know. Guess what? Here's the revelation. <laughs> that's someone. That someone is uh, me and you. You know, uh, when God uh, equips us to see problems, to see uh, issues. He also equips us to uh, solve those problems, to bring solutions. Yeah. And I truly believe that we have, we as Christians, uh, for having the anointing uh, upon our lives and uh, within us, for having the Holy Spirit, we are we are anointed to solve problems. So uh, yeah. if you are a youth and uh, you have some issues that you're going on and you quite don't know uh, how to get through stuff, you know, how to navigate life. You might find yourself, you know, struggling with your parents, uh, with a, a job that you don't know what you want to do for when you grow up or anything like this, uh, deciding for your college and what you're going to study and invest like years and years of study and money and, um, you know, abuse and depression and everything. If you are struggling with all, all of those uh, problems, uh, 
please uh, open your heart for these words. Go to your uh, to the closest church you have near you, uh, Serious One. Uh, if you have a word of faith uh, close to where you live, go to your pastor and uh, go look for something for you to serve. And I can guarantee you that while you are seeking uh, Jesus, while you're, you're seeking for God and, uh, you know, the things of the kingdom in first place, every other thing will, uh, you know, uh, supernaturally uh, receive strength, receive solutions, re receive the anointing. And when you uh, realize all of these things, they will be smaller, smaller, and smaller. And uh, yeah. from a snap of a finger, uh, you know, the hardest things in life, they will be gone and uh, you yeah. will have, uh, you know, evolved and uh, got stronger and better and uh, living, you know, uh, the abundant life that God has for each and every one of us. Yeah. And, you know, something that you had said, too, is just the fact that, you know, when we're going through a hard time in our life, the, whenever we start to give out from ourselves and we're not just focused on how it's affecting us and what we're going through, but how we can impact other people in our lives, we start living out of our true identity because as Christians, as people in the body of Christ, we are givers. Our God is the ultimate giver. He gave his only son. And so when we begin to give out of ourselves, whether we're volunteering in the youth group, whether whatever situation we're finding, if we can give out of ourselves, we start connecting to our true identity and we start experiencing all that God has for us. But I, you know, I encourage anyone that listen that's listening is if you're going through a hard time right now, find a way for yourself to give. Find a way that you can pour out of yourself because you're going to connect to something that's deeper than you. You're going to connect to a grace that's incredibly powerful because you were always meant to give out. And, you know, I love uh, when Jesus was talking to the woman at the well, you know, he said, out of your, out of you, from you is going to come a river of living water. There's going to be a fountain that springs forth and goes out. And so from each and every one of us, there's going to be a fountain that goes out and affects the people around us. And so just like Greg was saying, he went through a tremendously hard time with his uncle. You know, that wasn't something he was planning on. It wasn't something that he had anticipated. It came as a surprise, but how he handled that is what, you know, God was a testimony in his life and helped him go forth. And so we just encourage you, if you're going through a tough situation in your life, find a way to get connected into your local church. Find a way to find somebody else in your life that's going through challenging times and pour into them. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Um, just, just to add something on, on that, um, when we read on John uh, 14 and 15 that uh, he's talking that uh, about that we are like branches, uh, you know, uh, attached to the tree and this tree is uh, like uh, it's Jesus. And uh, when we are in him, uh, we produce fruits. I've yeah. never seen a tree eat its own fruit. When we are in Jesus, um, He's giving lives. Uh, he's giving life for us, and we are producing fruits. And those fruits are for those around you, uh, around us. Yeah. You know, there are so many people that uh, they are in need of attention 
time or just a hug. And uh, yeah. it's so simple for us to help them out to, uh, you know, make a difference in, somebody, in somebody's life uh, with uh, so few of uh, what we have, what we can do, you know, just a small thing uh, can uh, change someone's life. I remember uh, one of the girls that uh, came to church and man, that was really hard for me when I heard that because um, I think it was three years ago, we uh, created a Google form to, uh, you know, make some questions for the youth and, you know, to calibrate some stuff and everything. And one of the questions was, uh, why do you enjoy spending time with us? And uh, one of the answers that we received was, um, since the day that I knew that people here would call me by my name, I felt uh, embraced and I felt like I was in a family. I felt uh, like I was important, like I belonged. And see, uh, we were just uh, calling her by her own name and it changed yeah. her life. So th there are so many things that we can do that they are so simple. And... Uh, when we serve the Lord, uh, amazing things happen, man. Yeah, I was just actually talking to my friend the other day and how, uh, you know, if you're going to a coffee shop or if you're going out to eat, a lot of times the person that's serving you, they're always hearing some type of a complaint, something that they're doing wrong. So if you're looking for like a, a way to just impact people in a simple way, just simply smiling and telling them, hey, you're doing a great job. You know what I mean? Just giving them something small to, to compliment them because people are so used to hearing criticism. They're so used to hearing about what they're doing wrong, but just a simple smile, a simple hug, like you were saying, something that you can just impact their life in, in a way that they weren't expecting. And so, you know, serving God can come in a variety of different ways. It can come in helping your local church. It can help in volunteering in, in different areas, but it can also just help uh, be you smiling at the people that you're, you're seeing in your everyday life when you're walking down the street, uh, someone that you weren't expecting on meeting, but just actually interacting with them, talking to them uh, will make yeah. a huge impact. You know, I was uh, one time we were in uh, Tulsa downtown and we were uh, giving meals out to the homeless people and I was just smiling. And this homeless gentleman, he was asking me, he's like, why are you smiling all the time? And I was like, man, I'm just happy to be here. I'm excited to be around you guys. And he's like, I'm just used to people when they're looking at me, they won't make eye contact. They won't even look me in the eye or they won't smile at me or they, they don't want anything to do with me. So, you know, something that you take for granted, just making eye contact with somebody, smiling at them can make a huge impact in somebody's life, even though you may not realize it at the time. And, and, you know, working with the youth, Greg, I'm sure just giving the youth attention, just letting them know that they exist, that they're important, that their life is valuable, can make a huge impact and make them feel like, man, I have a purpose. I've got a, a good future ahead of me because somebody sees me. And if somebody in this natural world can see me, then maybe it's possible that God sees me as well, right? Yes, yes, definitely, definitely. And uh, uh, if, um, you know, I don't know if in America it happens, but here in Brazil, when you're young and you're going to school, uh, you know, there are some uh, those uh, hard uh, 
grades, uh, you know, those uh, crazy math exercises, and you yeah. ask yourself, oh, when would I, uh, when will I ever use those? And your teacher would turn to you and say, don't worry, there will come a time you will uh, use those stuff. When we're serving the Lord, sometimes we don't understand, uh, you know, the big picture while yeah. we are there. And uh, on the same way, uh, when you are inside of an airplane, you can't see how fast you are going. But uh, there comes a time that, you know, this airplane arrives, lands, and uh, you are in a different place. There, uh, there always uh, will come times that uh, you will uh, find yourself in, you know, in a different season, and you will um, look back and you will see how how many things have changed just because you were with the Lord, you were taking care, you know, of um, kingdom's business, and uh, that's so incredible. If we would uh, ever realize how much is happening uh, while we are serving the Lord, serving other people, you know, uh, while we are not wasting our time, but we are investing our time, uh, you know, with uh, everything that is good, honorable, uh, you know, uh, kind, and all those things. When we are investing our time doing those, those things, doing Jesus' works, Yeah. We, we cannot see it while we are there, but when we look back, we are a completely different person. Man, you know, I was just looking over some of the things you had sent me, and you had put this, this kind of acronym, SHAPE. And yes. I wanted you to share a little, a little bit about that, if you could, if you have a moment. We, yeah, we sure. got some time here. I'd love you to be able to hit on those things. And the first one I saw, you, you kind of had shape and the first thing that you had listed was spiritual gifts and you had mentioned a scripture there if you can share about that yeah when i first um uh, met that acronym uh it was you know um studying uh some leadership material and i find i found that guy named uh rick reese and his last name is r-e-e-s And uh, he's just like a Rick Warren, you know, with those uh, easy-to-use uh, tools like the Purpose Driven Life and everything, you know. And this acronym comes um, in the same, you know, on the same breath. And this acronym helps us, you know, identify and uh, map some of the specific purpose that uh, purposes that God has given to each and every one of us. And uh, it's an acronym of five letters and the first one as you said is s and it stands for uh spiritual gifts and uh if you guys um don't know what spiritual gift uh is i would suggest just so don't we consume all the time here i would suggest a uh reading for uh first corinthians 12 the whole chapter and uh, we're gonna uh, be able to see uh, you know what spiritual gifts are uh, we have people that have been called on the five uh, gifts of ministry you know like uh, pastors uh, prophets um, evangelists and uh, so and so and uh, 
those are gifts, uh, you know, to uh, build the church, to help the saints, you know, uh, for the church, for uh, reaching out, to, for the teaching and everything. And uh, we have also uh, what we call uh, the nine uh, gifts of uh, helps, the helps ministry. And uh, you can... Uh, have this you can find yourself with that burning desire in your heart in your heart for intercession for uh, you know for the uh, spirit of faith for uh, healing uh, you know for um, serving uh, the local church as a deacon or a usher how do you say it a deacon or usher deacon yeah deacon. yeah there's two different ones yeah 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 yeah, you know, uh, helping, uh, preparing the environment and all of this. So um, it is a, a very uh, pleasant journey to understand that um, the Holy Spirit gives those gifts freely as He pleases. And one of the great things about it is that uh, when you say, hey, uh, here I am, you can count on me. The Holy Spirit will flow through us. Uh, with those different shapes, with those different uh, ministries, you know, with those different anointings. And we can see Jesus, he's our uh, biggest and highest and greatest uh, example. So um, when he needed to, uh, you know, flow in a different um, anointing, uh, you know, he, he would do that with the grace, with the Holy Spirit helping him. And just like uh, the Holy Spirit was, was with him, now the Holy Spirit lives inside of us. So uh, we can, uh, you know, when we say, Holy Spirit, here I am, uh, help me love that person. So the Holy Spirit will flow through us and we can, uh, you know, live, uh, you know, uh, words of wisdom and uh, understanding and uh, we can lay hands on the sick and they uh, get healed. So uh, look for spiritual gifts that uh, we have uh, available for us, who we are now in the, uh, you know, the new covenant. because of all of the things that Jesus did on the cross. So we have a new position. Let's uh, make a good use of all of the things. Let's make Jesus' sacrifice worthy. Yes, absolutely. Man, and and something that, uh, you know, I think that we have to do is just accept what Jesus says about us, who he has called us to be, what he has said we're able to do, um, it should be easier for us to accept what he says we are than to uh, kind of claim that we're not what he says we are. You know, sometimes you, you know, something I love to go to is Mark in Mark where he says that believers are going to lay hands on the sick or the sick are going to be made well. You know, a lot of times we'll discredit ourselves and say, you know, that's for the pastor. That's for the apostle. That's for the evangelist. <laughs> but he says yes. that's for the believer. So it should be really easy for us as believers to just accept that for ourselves. We shouldn't explain it away. We shouldn't call it. No, that's just for that person. No, if God said, I'm a believer and I believe in Jesus, then that's available to me. And so as a, you know, these spiritual gifts that God's made available to us through the Holy Spirit, we shouldn't discredit ourselves. We shouldn't find reasons why they won't work in our life, but we should embrace them because he's made them available to us. Right. Yes. And so, 
I see you have the the first one was spiritual gifts and then you had heart. And I noticed you, you said kind of what are your interests or what makes your heart burn? If you could kind of just expound on that. Yes. Every, every single person has, uh, you know, a different, uh, desire, dream, and everything. When I was growing up, I knew uh, one thing about, you know, my professional career. I knew that uh, no matter what I would go to do, uh, it would have uh, to have English as, you know, uh, English communication involved in whatever I would do. Uh, so that was my only criteria. As long as I would be involved with the English language, that would be okay for me. And because of that, I went to uh, you know, my first graduation, there was a hotel management and I worked there and uh, that was my desire to be among with people and everything. And uh, um, it was something that was inside of my, uh, my heart, uh, my heart. And I figured uh, years later that uh, it would be okay to still continue with my criteria to have English as, you know, something that I would love to do, no matter uh, what I would do for, uh, you know, for my, my work or my career. And then I changed it. I, I, I moved from one area to another and now I'm, I'm an IT person. You know, I work for an Indian consultancy company and I talk to Indian people all day long <laughs> and people from America as well. So what burns in my heart is to be able to, uh, you know, uh, work and live and, uh, you know, be in touch with uh, the English culture. For other people out, out there, what is that that burns in your heart? Do you, um, uh, what burns in your heart uh, to do as, you know, professionally? What burns in your heart to do, you know, volunteering, uh, you know, for, for a volunteering program uh, or a volunteering program or what instrument uh, do you want to play or what, uh, you know, pictures do you want to paint or what do you want to leave as a legacy for the world? Uh, how will the world be a better place uh, when we leave this place and we, we go meet with Jesus? So uh, when we talk about heart, uh, it is uh, important uh, to look for uh, the things that we, uh, you know, have burning inside our hearts. Yeah, absolutely. And man, you know, I found that uh, the things that God has placed in your heart as a desire, a lot of times that it's something that he's going to use to impact other people. And so there may be, like you said, you have this, this passion and this ability to speak English. And so God is reaching people that speak English through you, but you're also helping translate other people that can't speak Portuguese and other yes. languages. And, and, and so this, you've always had this passion to speak English, but God is using that ability, that natural passion to actually help affect the kingdom of God. And so um, yes. you know, if you're listening today and you're saying, you know, I have this, this passion to do something, God's going to use that passion to help impact people in, in everyday life. Yes. And so even yes. if you, even if it may not be originally why you planned on pursuing that, uh, God's going to continue to to use that in your life. And I, yeah, you know, it, I know you, you, yeah. Go ahead. 
No, no, no. I would just add that even if you're not, you know, uh, directly related to church, when you allow God to use the things, the talents, the skills you have uh, inside of you, you know, uh, no matter if you're just uh, really good at your work, you know, if you're really good at as being a mother, uh, if you are really good at as, you know, being a father, be good at it and God will yeah. use it. God will show you skills, you know, abilities that you will uh, develop while you are doing what burns in your heart. Man, and, and it's so powerful. And, you know, I was just looking through these notes here and you had a phrase that really, uh, I feel like it's going to impact a lot of people. And it says a cloned, a closed wound is an open ministry. Yeah, I just wanted to give you, uh, we have about four minutes left here, and I wanted to give you the opportunity to kind of expound on that phrase. A closed wound is an open ministry. So many people are out there, you know, suffering from so many different things. And uh, God is expecting you, you know, he's knocking. He, uh, our Lord, Jesus Christ, he, he's a gentleman. He knocks yeah. at the door of our heart. And we are the ones that uh, will decide if he's going to enter or not. Because we can turn away, you know. Um, yeah. But when we say, God, uh, here is the area of my life that I struggled, that I, I, I've been abused, that I've, uh, that I've been, uh, you know, addicted to, that I've been so uh, badly hurt. But I'm opening this door, this area of my life, so that you can come and bring comfort and heal. And when we do that, God heals us, and uh, He will use that uh, uh, closed wound, uh, closed wound, to uh, help others suffering from the same thing. Absolutely, man. And you know, there's things that. Um, that have happened in our life that none of us, we ne we didn't invite them in. They just happened to us. They weren't something yes. that we planned on. But it's the fact that no matter what happens to us, no matter what comes against us, we have a greater one, a healer, Jesus himself living on the inside of us. And yes. there's no wound, there's, there's no damage that someone else can do to us that's greater than his power. And so whatever has been, you know, whatever pain has come upon us, we have the ability to overcome it and not only to overcome it, but then help minister to other people who have, you know, been experiencing the same thing. And so guys, uh, we want to thank you so much. Greg has, hasn't had too much time. He's got way more to go. Over, <laughs> so we have to invite him back again here shortly. Cause I know he's got so much to minister on. He's got so much in his heart. And so we want to give you guys the opportunity to hear more from him. Uh, that's all we have today. But I want to thank Greg so much for joining us. Man, it, it's been a powerful time. I know that God's got more on your heart. And so we're going to have to have you back on here very soon to just share more and expound on more that you that he's given you. Yes, it's been my pleasure. Just so that people don't get curious, uh, real quick, just to give you the uh, the words for for the acronym for shape, that those will be spiritual gifts, heart, ability, personality, and experience. So uh, reach out for uh, the Gregory Ministries to know more and uh, make yourself available. That's all that God is expecting from you. Love you all, and thank you so much for uh, giving your time and resources and everything for the Lord and to reach out uh, for those in need.
God bless you. Yeah, well, Greg, thank you so much, man. We'll talk to you soon. We'll have you back on shortly, and uh, we appreciate you so much. Have a great night. It will be a pleasure. Bye-bye. Take care.